tonight on Whiskey Waffle. Ah, bunda, it's really good whiskey. There, it would be very easy to make a drinking game to go along with Whiskey Waffle, wouldn't it? Blah. Blah. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Ted? Nick? Could it be? Oh my goodness. Actually in the same house? I mean, it 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 feels like it's been months. Well, it has been months. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Corona. Yeah, it's been a little while, but on the very first opportunity after some restrictions have been lifted uh, locally for us, where we're allowed to have one waffler come and visit now these days, so that's that's good. Hooray! Huzzah! Um, which is really good because we'd run out of pre-recorded segments and we had an episode due in like two days. We, uh, this this is dropping only uh, two days after we're recording. So. Luckily, our premier heard of our plight mm. and was kind enough to lift restrictions just enough that's that we're it. able to get together and record another podcast just for you. We're doing it for you, listeners. Really, this is this is it. We've we've set ourselves in every fourth Friday schedule, and we're going to stick to it. God damn it! Oh, this, it's it's just been so weird being separated, though. I mean, we live we live at opposite ends of the same street. I know, and I know. yet we've only been able to sort of longingly stare at each other through the window. I must say, I hope that everyone out there, all of our um, all of our fan, is mm. doing okay. <laughs> well, actually, I know that our fans are doing okay. My mum's okay, and your mum's okay. So, yeah, therefore, right. <laughs> our fan base is covered. Yep, yep. Actually, no, we got a got a got a few more listeners of late. Shout out to those in the UK that have jumped on board recently, and also those in Latvia. Yep. Hello, Riga. Riga. Mm. I think. I think. I think Riga is the the place. I, I feel like I remember this off Eurovision. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello from Riga. Yeah. Um, yeah. So welcome along, everyone. Feel free to go and jump on iTunes in your country and give us a, a good old review or whatever podcatcher you choose to use and just remember wherever you are stay safe and keep drinking the drams yeah especially that cask strength stuff pour that all over your hands that'll kill the germs why pour it all over your hands that's mm. a that's a waste of whiskey it is especially that wonderful pour cask it down your stuff. throat where it belongs well hopefully we'll get a review of a, of a cask strength number later on this episode just to um just to keep the runner at bay but um, for the time being, we're going to continue on with a the theme because pretty much every podcast is using um, this weird time as their theme. So let's let's kick into that in the waffle. Yep. Or should we say ISO waffle? The waffle. So Nick. Yes. How have you been coping with isolation? Uh, it's been a bit weird. It's been a bit weird because, as you know, I like to share my drams with others. Mm. Um, I like to actually cheers it. Um, I, I'm not going to reach across the recording studio, but this sort of thing. Yep. Um, so that was just a recreation of what's been going on because I've had to cheers with myself of late, and it's not, not quite the same, is it? No. Well, I mean, we are, we are maintaining more than 1.5 metres separation from each other, which does make cheersing rather hard. It does. It does. I, I will say that, so I've, I've been, um, as many people have been, working from home lately. Mm. Now, my, my back office has also contains my whiskey collection. <laughs> so Distracting. It, yeah, I know. It's been a weird thing because I'll look up and sort of gaze at my um, <laughs> whiskey, but I've been very good. I haven't actually sort of... I I haven't broken my my sort of unsaid internal rule yet, and like just sort of cracked open a uh, a bottle and had a cheeky dram while sort of in a yeah. You yet to have a meeting. day that bad yet? It's, yeah, it's coming, Ted. It's been a weird thing of because, like you, I also really enjoy sharing 
sort of whiskey like with with you like yeah, i which we can I, finally do for the first time in yeah months. i i really enjoy getting together and having a dram i i feel sort of that's that's when i enjoy whiskey the most when i'm sort of having uh, having it socially and so i i haven't really felt that much like drinking my collection mm. yeah well that's it waffling from home it's just you know it's not the same. People people sort of talk about like, well, I mean, alcohol has been a, an essential item during this, this whole weird... Yeah, yeah. Whis- uh, I was about to say whiskey crisis. No, <laughs> corona, corona's one thing. Please don't make there a whiskey <laughs> crisis at the same time. But yeah, I just, I just haven't really sort of felt the urge to crack into it. Well, let's change that tonight, eh, Teddy Boy? Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. There has been a bit of a whiskey crisis going on because um, lots of the, like, the mm. festivals and, and whiskey waffle tasting nights um, have had to be either postponed or cancelled. And, and the big one, I suppose, is over in Isla, starting pretty much when you're listening to this podcast. It yeah. should be should have been going on. In fact, we'd actually recorded a whole Isla special just to coincide with Faye Festival. Yeah, it was going to be epic. It was like... This this is one of the things in the world that we we really really want to get to yep. in our lifetime. Well, actually, Ted, this year we possibly can because it's all going online. Oh my God, what? I know. Whatever will they think of next? Um, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure exactly what each distillery has lined up, but they are um, planning on doing some sort of contribution on each day. Well, we um, saw online. we saw Bunnahaven get up online or said they were getting up online the other day, and today I saw that Lafroy. Yeah, I saw Lafroy's today as well. Doing um, something, so I'd beg have definitely got something planned because um, you know they need to launch their whiskey. I mean, for for people in the UK, it's probably probably not too bad because I'm assuming what they'll do is they'll have like. A lot of different bottlings that are available for each distillery online. You can go purchase them and like get still get the the sort of the exclusives that would have come out during Faila. But for us here in Australia, and mm. I assume many other places around the world, you can get those bottles. Yeah. But then Mister Excise Man <laughs> is going to come and give you a really hard boot in the wallet. <laughs> yep. Um and. Like the Lafrogue one says, you know, just um, just pour yourself a glass of Lafrogue 10 or your favourite Lafrogue and join in, which would be great. Unfortunately for us, it begins at 5 in the morning, which is not the best drinking time. I'm not ruling it out, but um, it's something like a Tuesday morning at 5am, and I don't know how impressed my boss would be if I rocked up after that. Yeah, that could be awkward. Yeah, But yes, we, we wish um, we wish Fela every success i mean it's it's probably the event of the isla calendar so mm, yeah um, exactly it's you know it's the time where their population triples yeah i was gonna say at least triples yeah and um yeah it'll be pretty quiet over there on isla at the moment sadly mm. but yeah they're not the only ones doing online stuff though it seems to have t- really taken off these online tastings yeah well sure we've we've done a couple ourselves not yeah. not we haven't personally hosted one no um, but we but have we've, we've sort of taken part yeah yeah we did one uh, the other week with Hobart Whiskey, yeah, Devil's, the Devil's Distillery. Yeah, the Devil's Distillery and the, the Hobart Whiskey. They sent up a set. Nick, you've you've got them just I over do. there. If if you can extend your Inspector Gadget arms <laughs> just slightly further than... Go, go, Gadget arms. It's It was really nice packaging. It looks like they sent us our four te- test tubes. Yep. Um, two of them were actually finished bottles. One was in Pinot casks and one, and this was really interesting, kind of the reason I bought it, was in Rosé casks. Rosé? Rosé, yeah. It was possibly one of my favourites. The other two were like cask samples. Mm. One of them was an Oloroso one, which we all um, really liked. Yep. And the other one was a bourbon one, which we kind of figured should go back in the barrel for a yeah, little while. Yeah, it was, it was a slightly mixed bunch. Um, yeah. 
And then we also did uh, through Destination Sellers, who mm. are independent um, uh, beer, wine, and spirit seller in Hobart. Yeah, um, they've been they, doing a few actually. Yeah, they teamed up with um, Mr. Duckett, mm. Mr. Big TD, Timmy D, Timmy D. Um, we had three uh, tips. And one heartwood. Yeah, and stay tuned over the the coming podcasts because um, we've got a bottle of uh, of Tib sitting there that we might do a review of that mm. might appear in uh, one of the upcoming pods. So listen out for a Tasmanian independent bottler. Um, but no, that was a that was a really tasty night as well, and it sort of spiraled from there. A little crew of of wafflers we we kept meeting up on Zoom. And yeah. Getting- yeah, logged out after forty five minutes and going again. Um, but no, it was a, it was actually a really nice thing because we're all sitting in our in our homes, of course, um, having a dram. But yeah, we're able to have the same drams for for those couple of tasting sessions. But then after a little while, we discover that we can't exactly drink the same drams as each other because we just don't own the same bottles as each other. So instead of instead of sort of having the same whiskey, I mean, it does happen occasionally because mm. we've got some of the same bottles. True. Instead, we've been coming up with these sort of relatively open-ended themes where we can sort of you you sort of pick a bottle that kind of fits in with that theme and then talk about why it why you've chosen it and how Mm, it's possibly the best bit actually talking about Mm. why you've chosen it the first one was fairly simple we did one from scotland one from australia finished with something peter did something car strength in there but um there was a particularly good theme that cleon came up with that was rather entertaining Mm. um just uh, on different relationship statuses Yep. Um, really. Um, so that was fun explaining it. And Ted's got one coming yeah. up for us. We haven't been able to do that one yet. So. Yeah, I've, I've got com- one coming up, which is based on uh, your toy box and uh, toys that you can find in there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That, not, that, not those sort of toys. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that, that's been good. That's, I mean, in the modern age, we are adapting through um, mm. technology. I think a lot of people have had to work from home, but now that things are starting to open up again, I don't think that's going to really change. Mm. I think... Probably businesses aren't going to keep everyone at home, but I think in the future we'll do much more sort of a like a hybrid work balance where you might spend some time at the office, some time at home, or some time in intermediate spaces, and that might extend over to how we do whiskey yeah, tastings well, as well. Not? I yeah. mean, it's it's a way of getting people in in different states, um, different parts of the world to to join in. Yeah, if if you've um, had any experience recently of joining in on some. Um, whiskey online whiskey events and i know Mm. they're going on all over the world we were having a look online and i saw a heap that were happening in america yeah so um, are you in america if so um we don't have any itunes review on the us itunes so get on there and maybe this is the future of connecting people with through whiskey Nicholas almost just spilled his <laughs> spilled his dram. It's, it's, it's early it's in the, the fir- night. Gosh, it's the first one of the evening, and he's already. <laughs> <laughs> That's a worry. No, um, seriously, like it, it's definitely opens up some possibilities, and wouldn't it be nice if we had a had a, a group full of people, and then anyone else could just tune in as well. We'd get a bit rowdy later on. That's the problem with Zoom, though. And other these are. Uh, services once um all four of you start talking at once all five of you start talking at once it does get a bit hard to hear yeah you can't really step away from um from the group to have a little side convo no um but nick mm. another thing that's been hap- another sort of really interesting thing that's been happening through um the whole covid thing mm. and i don't know about other countries in terms of this but i know it's been happening all over australia yeah is Hand sanitizer. Oh, of course, yeah. There's been a boom. I think it has been happening all over the country because I well, know no, it's definitely I been mean, happening, all happening all over the world. Yeah, um, because once your once your whiskey gets past sixty percent, it starts being actually effective at killing those germs. 
Yeah, so in Australia, um, due to restrictions and shutdowns of various states and territories, um, and partic- like COVID's really hit hard on sort of the hospitality and yep. drinks and food sector. A lot of distilleries just because they rely on tourism, like, oh, a lot yeah. of distilleries rely on tourism and no tourists. Mm-hmm. So they've basically had to sort of partly shut down operations. I mean, they've still been kind of able to go in and do stuff. But there's been this really crazy response where everyone is suddenly making hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, with their own special labels. And yeah. um, I, I, I can't say I've got my hands on, I literally got my hands on any of these um, like Lark sanitizers or, yeah. or Bo- Southern Wild sanitizer. Bo- boutique, boutique hand sanitizer. Yeah, I want to know, does it smell like the whiskey? Oh, that'd be nice. But it would be, wouldn't it? I, I think it probably smells like uh, hand sanitizer. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it... It, let, let's think about this in terms of costs and losses. Whiskey making is a fairly expensive business and there's a lot of Indeed. like a lot of money that you sort of pour into it and it's not it's not just I suppose the initial costs, but if they're making hand sanitizer, that spirit that they're making isn't sort of going into a barrel to get no. turned into whiskey. You don't need to age hand sanitizer. Don't need to Wouldn't age. that be awkward oh, if there no. was... new niche product. <laughs> Barrel-aged hand sanitizer. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know that there's a bit of a shortage of hand sanitizer at the moment. We're going to have to wait two years until it comes out of the barrel. Just just bust out your finest PX and Oloroso <laughs> barrels to age your hand sanitizer. But, yeah, that that's the thing. Like, th- there is actually there is actually sort of a an element of selflessness and humanity in what these guys are doing because they're sort of they're sacrificing part of part of sort of what their ultimate goal is to help the community mm. um and help help our frontline workers help yeah and i know like george at southern wales he's doing it at mm. you know cost price he's not not doing it for profit mm. but you know have you you guys at home you you, you sampled any boutique hand sanitizer yeah let's 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 get some reviews we, i wish we had some because then we could have done a, a, a review on <laughs> um, some hand san but um, we'll work on that people maybe um do you make boutique hand sanitizer? If so, um, we need a PO box, Ted. Yeah. Whiskey waffle PO box. Well, just attach it to a carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah. Um, just chuck it in the spot. It'll know where to find us. No, um, just to wrap up, like go out there and find some um, find some online tastings, people. Or at least find some buddies to share a dram with. Do the do the theme thing, like 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 mm. my colleague and I came up with. Just pick four or five or six or seven um, different um, themes and, you know, just have fun talking about why you picked a different bottle for a different theme. Yeah. And, um, you know, you might be you might be sitting in isolation, but you'll be together in spirit. That's a, that's a great tagline I right know. there. I've been, this, I've been sitting guy. on that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is the uh, IBEG committee release this year? It's the... the, the Black, 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 blaster. No, black, black. What? No, 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 not black. Black, black. How many A's are there in that word? Three. Gosh. Okay. Pinot Noir wine cask from from New Zealand. A kiwi one. So mm. it's an all black. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Well, may- maybe you've got to maybe <laughs> do, do a hucker to do, tackle it. It's got a sheep on the front. <laughs> nice, love it. Uh, it's got to do. There Actually, you go. Here's the point: does does Ardbeg Day it's the last one of the festival? That, so it does coincide with the festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. the final day of the entire thing. Is Ardbeg Day? That, fe- that feels that feels sort of like appropriate. It feels right. 
It does feel right. Well, here, here's the I big black. Maybe it's like black. black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got there in the end. Yeah. The ways that we traditionally share whiskey together are sort of are going to change. It's, as everyone says, we will come to a new normal. That's it. King's Cup is no more. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless you're only using car strength whiskeys. That'd be a messy game. A messy game of King's Cup if everyone's oh, drinking car strength yeah. whiskey. The whiskey. So I, I probably poured this one a little bit too early and I've been sort of sitting there staring, admiring, admiring this one. It's it's sort of thick, dark tones. It's long legs. It's sort of luscious appeal. But enough about Ted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to talk about that sort of thing in this day and age. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's objectification, and I object. Mm, indeed. Well, whiskey, consider yourself objectified because I've been eyeing it off. And I know that it might be a little bit shallow to talk about a whiskey's appearance and not its flavour, but gosh, that whiskey looks good. It does. It just just going by colour alone, mm. it looks like something I want to drink. Dark, it's got a very thick. What's well, I? I'd say it's got a very fine colour to it, though. Mm. It, it doesn't look murky. It no. looks crisp and bright and sort of really orange. Like Donald Trump would be jealous of it. <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 a great looking whiskey, and we are of course talking about the the Abelau Abun. Abunda. Abundance of alcohol percentage. No, um, I, I've been to the distillery. I've been to Abulau. Abuna, I think is how Abuna, they, yeah. they asked me to pronounce I it. Have, yeah, I too have been there. It is a good... I, I've only been to the gatehouse, though. Yeah, you have to walk past the gatehouse to get to the distillery. Unfortunately, the still room was closed um, when I was there for... Oh, stinger. Yeah, well, I kind of hung at the back of the group and waited until they went around the corner and then poked my head through the door. Right. So, yeah, I, I got I, to see their weird sort of onion, like really fat. Chunky little pot stills. I did that at Glen Rods. Yeah. They weren't even open for tours. So I just sort of stuck my head in and was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trip for, tip for people. Yeah. So we are reviewing the the Abola Abuna, their cask strength sherry bomb monster. Mm, Nick, what does it mean if it's a cask strength? It's the strength that comes out of the barrel, baby. They have mm. not diluted this one down. They have kept it at a... A healthy. What is this actually? What what is it? Yeah, good point. It is sixty point seven percent alcohol 60. by volume. Seven. That is a fairly fierce number. Yeah, they do vary. Now I've got to specify because this is a cult classic. This whiskey. Um, a lot of our followers will know all about this one and already have very strong opinions. So I guess they'll probably be on tenterhooks now to see what we come up with. But I've got to mention for those people, there is there are specific batch numbers and I'm not sort of well enough immersed in sort of Abuna um, folklore to, to say, oh yeah, yeah, that batch is not quite as good as this other batch. Um, but anyway, this one is batch number 57. 57, a yeah. classic number. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, whether it is a good batch of Abuna or not, we shall... Well, we'll never know unless you can write in and tell us um, mm. on our on our Facebook, on our Instagram, or even via a carrier pigeon. Now, Abelar is sort of one of the... Is it big three? Big two? Big three? What's the, what's the third one that I'm probably thinking about in this in this? Oh, uh, you mean like... Uh, High percentage cherry bombs. Yeah. yeah. So you've got... You've I always got, think of three, but there's yeah. probably... You've got probably your Abuna. Yep. You've got your Glen Parkless 105. Yeah, yeah. Well, the most recent sort of addition into that, Glenlivet 
um, one of their Nadras, that yeah, also Nadra, Nadra that's, came that's into sort it. Of the other one. Although I had a, a cast strength Glenn Goyne the other day. Um, mm. You did too, actually. I did. Um, this was just before lockdown, and we, um, yeah, one of our last events, last hurrahs, shall we say, before we all bunk it down. And the Glenn Goyne sherry bomb was, and that was 60% mm. as well. That was quite nice. But is it as good or is it better than the Abonar? Well, I have to sniff it and see. This is going to go out on a limb and say the Abonar's is, is streets ahead. There is something about high-strength whiskey combined with heavy sherry mm-hmm. that just works. You get oh, these... Because yeah. I, th- I think it's like alcohol in itself, ethanol has kind of a quite a fruity sort of flavor to it. And it comes through at high strength. Yep. Combine that with a very fruity sherry sort of flavor. And it just... It's like it's, it's it's like the full fruit bowl. Yeah, yeah. And um, of course, I mentioned those squat little tiny stills at Abelard. They're famously they're famously sort of squat, which means that a lot of the oils, a lot of the sort of heavier compounds, make it through, which mean that it can really stand up to some some long term sherry barreling. Although we don't actually know how long this one's been in the barrels, do we? No. Do we do we know? A rough age for what they'll do is it like it's probably around seven about to that, ten years. I reckon it's around that ten year mark. Car strengths quite often don't um, release a, a number, so uh, I don't think you had it at the distillery. I when <laughs> I was there, I had a um, distillery exclusive abuna, yeah. and it was it was great. Like this, if you think if you think abuna is good, then the distillery exclusive is like it's 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 like a it's sort of. A, a boy who's grown up in a rough neighbourhood, who's got a uh, scholarship to a um, to a posh school, um, like <laughs> Eton or something, and then gone gone on to um, to Oxford or Cambridge or um, Hull, <laughs> <laughs> one of the great three universities. Yeah. Yes, Oxford's a dump. Yeah, I know, um, right? So that's the distillery exclusive. Has had yeah, all that's that education. Just and it, it just it's like it's still got that sort of same like gutsiness to it. But it's refined. Mm. Um, Whereas this sort of this sort of embraces that. This mm. is this is stayed in in Oliver Twist territory, which mm. is probably why I want to say, please, sir, can I have some more every time I try this whiskey? Um, I'm getting a lot of strawberries on the nose. How about you? Strawberries, um, like really probably, ripe strawberries. Probably not as much strawberries as I'm. I'm going into a different fruit group here. Um, cantaloupe. <laughs> cantaloupe mm. yeah two two fruits that probably none of our listeners actually ever associate with whiskey but we've led with strawberries and cantaloupe right. there's also a nuttiness about it it's like mm. hazelnuts or something mm. oh yeah. absolutely and and it's sweet as well yeah no sweet brown sugar almost molasses Ted's had a sip yeah he's still processing I, I went there mm. Mm. Oh, it's fiery keeps you warm well, that and that's what this whiskey is for. This is like cold midwinter yeah. whiskey, like front of a roaring fire. I mean, I'm not in front of a fire, but I'm still in front of something very hot. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh no, that's um. Oh, um, it's still going. Like mm. the finish is long, really long, and and warm, fiery, but also it's it's like um, it's like burnt sugar. Like when you when mm. you make some toffee and you accidentally stick some in your mouth a bit early. I'd say I'd say that it's the liquid itself is not like too heavy. It's it's mm. not like this dull sort of thick stuff. It's it's very light or well, not light, but it's bright and yeah. hot and sort of sparkles across the mm. the tongue. It's it's good. Mm. And the first hint on the palate is where all those raisins, those um those prunes, that sort mm. of dried fruit, 
shall I even dare say sour plums, um, comes oh, into you it. Dared, you dare it say it. I dared. There, it would be very easy to make a drinking game to go along with whiskey waffle, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and seeing as people already probably have drams in their hand while they're playing it. Yeah. Mm. Drink every time we mention a carrier fruit, pigeon. Fruit cakey, though. Every time we mention something that is particularly unique. Just <sighs> <is> the worst. <laughs> Brandy snaps. Brandy snaps. Yeah. Mm. With a bit of extra snap. No, that that's that's a solid, solid drop. I always used to be a Glenn Farkless 105 person. That was always my mm. my favorite cast strength sherry bomb. But I'm I'm considering switching allegiances tonight. Um, I think this Abonose is really um tempting me to the to the dark side, the dark sherry side. Mm, it's cool dark though. Mm. Like it it's it's sort of like a. So you think you're more Kylo Ren rather than uh, Darth Vader? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 good. I I rate this as a top whiskey. Yeah, I think so. It's got a it's got a strong reputation. I think it deserves it. And I'm squarely gonna sit on the I rate it side of the fence. Yep. Same here. Uh, well, I would say that's a four star. Yep. That's the very definition of a four star whiskey. It's got a bit of everything. Mm. Um, I'm really interested to know what our listeners think as well because I'm sure you know ninety percent of our listenership would have tried this one. I reckon so. And if not, like go out and find it when you're allowed back into the pubs again. Yeah, get it. It's really worth it. Yep. It'll it'll warm you down to your socks. Mm, definitely. Ah, bunda, it's a really good whiskey. We are drinking drams in the merry month of May. Very merry. Well, it will be after we've drunk the drams. Mystery whiskey. So we're going to play some whiskey whiskey mystery. That works. Works, but um whiskey pet- mystery. Yeah. Misky Whistry. Oh, 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 I have a whiskey here. You do. Um, it's been delivered by my brilliant whiskey delivery system, which involves me getting up, getting a bottle, pouring it into your glass and sitting down again. Um, but it's a mystery whiskey. You do not know what it is, and you're going to guess. But we're about to receive a message from the future. Future Nick is going to tell all our listeners at home what Ted is going to struggle to identify. This is Nick from the future, about to confuse Ted with a whiskey, which I first thought was Westland. But in fact, it's Westwood. Apparently there are multiple West Coast distilleries doing single malt. It's probably lots. But um, this one is the Westland... No, Westwood <laughs> <laughs> Pinot Noir cask. Ted, if I don't know what this is, then what chance do you stand? Not much, as it turns out. <laughs> All right, then. Back to past Nick and Ted. Right, back to the present, and um, it's actually a mystery for me as well, in all aspects, except I know what it is and you don't. <laughs> alright, alright, I'll describe what I've got in front of me. It's a quite a, it's a pretty dark um, coloured whiskey. Mm. It's, it's got a floaty in it, I think. I don't think that's the whiskey, I think that's just your glass. Yeah, no, there's a floaty in there. Does that, is that bonus? <laughs> yeah, if you can identify what the floaty is, then that's um, probably got more chance of identifying the floaty than you do of the whiskey. This has a weird smell to it. I agree. I want to say that it's like, um, is it a rye or something? Or a... It's a really good guess. It's not. It's not, but it's it smells sort of, or it's been like, is it something that's been in, an, in a virgin American oak barrel or something? Or... Um, I will have to done my research properly on this, but um, all oh, I know... Oh, no, is it a grain whiskey? I'm pretty sure... And I can be standard corrected when I get the bottle out, but as far as I'm aware, it is a single malt and has only been in one barrel type. But I could be wrong. Right. 
Because could be right. right. Where I'm going with it, in part, it reminds me of there's a bit of flavour in there of that um, method and madness mm. one that you got me. That, that that's that Irish, Irish one it? with the virgin oaking. But yeah, it's, oh, a, it's, of, it's I, a weird one. And yeah. I, I reckon so. Might- one, it's a single single barrel type. Is it a single cask? No. Right. Okay. So it's it's. Yeah, I reckon it's not even going to be the first three countries you guess. Okay. Is it from Asia somewhere? Good guess. Not a country, so I can see where you're going from that. You're saving your country guesses, and I'll say no, it's not from Asia. No, it's not from Asia. But then- I, I actually think Asia is a really legit well, guess. Yeah. So seeing, it's seeing, not. It's wrong. But yeah. It's legit. Seeing as you're saying that. Oh. Is it New Zealand? Mm, no. no. No, it's not. Uh, right. So you're saying that... <laughs> I, I'm using up my first three guesses, but that's because you've told me that it's probably not Scottish no. or Irish no. or American. Is it Canadian, though? No. No. Mm. Yeah, it's just, is it European? No. Is it Australian? No. No. So it's from somewhere in the... So it's not from... Mm. Is, <laughs> you, it for, is it from... No. The, the, you you actually it? said it before, but I didn't deny it. Is it American? It's American. Okay. And it's a single malt. Hmm. Well, see, this is why I'm getting those maybe sort of American... Yeah, well, you said virgin oak. You said grain. Mm. It's none of those things, but it's from the land of. Is Again, it... Ted, you're legit. <laughs> Very is it, legit. Is, is that it thing? actually whiskey? Yes. Okay. It's a single malt. Hmm. As far as I know, is it from Bourbon Territory or is it a um, yeah a coastal yes thing? Is it from the West Coast? Yes. Is it from like uh, San Fran or LA or keep some, going north? Uh, Portland. Um, it's from Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hipster whiskey. It's hipster whiskey. It's yep. hipster whiskey. And what's our most famous American hipster whiskey? Rogue. No. Have you ever tried any Rogue? That probably is the most yeah. famous hipster, but I, Rogue I whiskey. Th- I th- I never have. I've never seen it. I didn't even know it was available. Oh, no. I've, I think I've wanted to. Um, <laughs> I think you've wanted to as well. I think I wanted to. In the dream, you tried some. Yeah. No, it tastes I've, like sour I've, I've looked at. I've looked at it before, but... It was very unique. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. Hipster whiskey. Well, I this one is a bit more accessible for us in Australia. Yeah. Well, it's probably... It must... How many American single malts can you access? Not that many. This one. Hudson's. Hudson's. And uh, this one. Yeah. So what is this one then? <laughs> You've narrowed it down to a coast, Ted. You've done pretty well. So done Oregon. Well. It's from Oregon. Da, 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 da. It's got a blue top. Well, it's also black with a blue sticker on it. Oh I, oh, I should have... Here it is. Westwood whiskey. No, it's Westland. Westland. Is it? No, it's Westwood. Sorry. It says I've always, Westwood. I've always said it wrong. It's Westwood. Is that the same as those other ones that we saw... This is a good point. I might have got it wrong. I think you might have it wrong. I think there's another one, which is Westland. But they're both from they're both from the West Coast. Yeah. Right then, prove me wrong, Ted. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up because I feel like I was expecting to see Westland, and then now it's Westward. Yes, there is a Westland whiskey, and then there is obviously also a Westward. Yep. So Westward. Westward. Mm. So who is this? Who is this by? Like before, before you, before I give you too much more information, you're gonna guess a cask type. Yeah. What is that? That's a. Uh, is that another wine cask? Yep. You know your stuff, Ted. You you put yourself down, but you know your stuff. That's another. That is another wine cask. I get, mm. and I actually get that. Almost get that thing that you like to talk about. Soapiness, but it's not soapiness. Mm. Yeah, I've been trying to narrow that down a bit more. It's not mouldy, but it's mouldy. I was just about to say there's a funkiness to it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's this like it's not damp fridge in this case. No, but yeah, it's like a 
shroominess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. interesting, isn't it? That's really interesting. Definitely wine cask. Mm. Straight away. Yep. Color of wine? Mm. I reckon it's a white. No, it's no? not. But it's, it's red. A, it's a light red. Is it, is it like a... Do they do Pinots in America? Yeah. Yeah? Is it a Pinot? Yeah. Yeah, right. Pinot Noir. Mm. It's got a nuttiness to it. Yeah. It's... um. What does it make me think of that's Tasmanian? That must be a Pinot... Ah, uh, Southern's Cove. Mm. That's what it makes mm. me think of. Mm. And that's not Pinot, but... It does... You're right, When you say Southern's now, you're mm. right. Now that you've put that in my head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's not Westlands, it's Westwood. Yes. It's got a slight... There's a slight metallic. I love that it's a mystery for me as well. Yeah. I pulled it out of the box and was like, Westlands. Wait, what is it? Westwood. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mm. Well, it's a mystery not just for our mystery whiskey taster, but for me as well. It made me think American. I said, mm. like, yeah. You, you skirted around it and you never I, quite yeah. stuck the landing, did you? No. It's not made for whiskey nerds. But which whiskies are made for, well, a lot of the ones we drink. Nicholas. Hello. You have just passed me the Sword of Discovery. Yes. The Spanish Sword of Discovery. Descubrimiento. Descubrimiento. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it says discovery in Spanish. I assume so. Yeah, you assume correctly. Um, Nicholas. Yes. What do we use the Sword of Discovery for? For opening... Mystery boxes, which we may do. contain drams. Does that mean we're doing some um, finally getting to do? <laughs> Dram in the box. Dram in a box. We're doing dram in a box. Um, is this going to work? It should work, but um, whether you impale yourself on the sort of discovery in the process. Maybe I'll use the um, waiter's mate of moderate um, finding. <laughs> That might be better. There we go. The sort the sort of discovery is good, but my <laughs> my box is it is uh, mainly a, an envelope opener. I have a very tough box. Yeah, you do. You just right. on the cricket pitch. Now, Nicholas. So this arrived today, did it? It arrived this this very afternoon, and you have no idea about this at all. Mm. This this is this is a testament as to why you probably shouldn't look at whiskey sites while you are slightly inebriated, <laughs> because you you tend you tend to do. Slightly rash things. Yes, that seemed like a good idea at the time. So you, you is this after one of our Friday Zoom sessions? Oh, I yeah, I I think it is. Yeah, so we do this a bit, and we're quite excited about opening boxes with the microphones turned on because you know we've been occasionally sent some presents from distilleries, which has been lovely. Um, and sometimes we're actually not sure what we're opening. So if anyone wants to send us um, a dram in a box, we will feature it on the podcast and it will be it will be an adventure. I tell you what, we won't know what we're talking about, but gosh, it'll be interesting to listen back to. So here is our first dram in the box that Ted is going to reveal. Right. So dram in a box. Bump, bump, now, Nicholas, yeah. what was probably about the best whiskey waffle sort of live session we ever did i thought one of my favorites was the euro waffle oh now nicholas just because the costumes that that is a, that is a very uh precinct comment i that is that is in fact the one that i was thinking of oh um, i mean this is european and it's come um, from a long way away. i've got more floki do, do, do you do you remember um what happened at the very end it was a tie yes and you had the casting vote yep. and it was between the mac mirror 
and the I can't remember. Yep, and which one won? I think it was the Mac Mirror. It was the Mac Mirror. Do you have some Mac Mirror in this box? Ted? I do have some Mac Mirror. I've Ooh. got I've got some weird Mac Mirror in this box. Okay, well, it was already a bit weird because it's Swedish. Yes, that is where that is where Mac Mirror is from. Mm. This is this is this is a Mac Mirror called AI01 Intelligence. Okay, it's, yeah. Now there is a very weird thing about this whiskey. Mm. It's it this this is this is like pure Wankfest whiskey <laughs> or or wank. As, that, that, that's when you get it from IKEA. It's wank. <laughs> um, right. So this is so this is a Swedish single malt whiskey. It's forty six point one percent. Magic magic number. Now, Nicholas, mm. can you please read to me? Who the master blender is on this on yes, this whiskey? Forward. Master blender, a Mister Artificial Intelligence. Are you confused? This whiskey made by robots. Pretty much a master blender, so not the distiller or anything. So it's taken like samples from barrels and then decided what we want to drink. So all hail <laughs> our robot overlords. <laughs> Mate, this this is weird. This is I, I just I, I saw this and I was like, I had to have it. Um, this this is just reading the back of the like, intelligent craft. This whiskey is the result of a collaboration between advanced AI technology and human craftsmanship. The first such whiskey in the world. Yeah. The recipe is based on our most appreciated whiskies to date, identified and developed by Fourkind. I, assume that's a company that has an artificial intelligence in its back room or just the name of their robot yeah using artificial intelligence they say that this is the first time that ai ai has been used to augment and automate the most time-consuming process of whiskey creation damn you time-consuming processes (laughs) the distillery's machine learning models powered by microsoft's azure cloud platform and ai cognitive services developed by fourkind are fed Macmira's existing recipes, including those for award-winning blends, okay. sales data, and customer preferences. With this data set, the AI can generate more than 70 million recipes that it predicts will be popular and of the <laughs> highest quality. The result is Intelligence, an elegant Swedish single malt whiskey with a golden yellow colour. Well, yes, it does have that. I got the colour right there. <laughs> so, Nick. Intelligence has so not Nick, come t- up with the blue me, whiskey. What, what, are you, what do we think about this? I I think it may be taking out the whole point of, of whiskey crafting. Like it's someone's someone's opinion, this tastes good, I should put it in a bottle. Like that's that's how whiskey's been done for quite a long time and uh Yes, is is this going a bit overboard? Is is there well, Deus Ex Machina. Mm. God from the machine. This gets back to the whole question of can artificial intelligence really create art? This is really projecting what the big companies of the world do sort of behind our backs into real life because because that's how our whole lives are pretty much run these days that because we live on the internet the big companies just mine our data mercilessly mm. and generate algorithms that predict exactly what we'd like this, this or influence what we're going to like this is this is like digital bean counting this is this is using a computer to pump numbers into a model Comes out and says, "Yes, this is the perfect whiskey." <laughs> or no, sure, yes, no, that's Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> but is it going to be better than a human can do? Yeah, 
<laughs> this is the perfect whiskey. Still um, Dutch. <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe it will appeal to a greater audience. Like um, uh, the thing with with human human blending, human tasting is you're going to make it in a certain style that will appeal to certain people. Mm. But maybe this is trying to appeal to the biggest cross sector of of humans. But you know that has the danger of making it boring. So yeah, it's. I just I don't know how I feel about it, but like mm. as a, as a like a, a whiskey geek, I just like yeah had to have it. Got to own it. This is one that we must have on our blog. So <laughs> well, seeing as this is just jam in the box, this is the segment where we open it and discover it. But you're gonna have to stay tuned for a future episode where we taste the stuff and uh, give you our thoughts on it. But if anyone else wants to con- contribute to Dram in the Box, um, if we receive any goodies in the post, then maybe uh, maybe we'll open it there and then on the pod and. and do it instantly. I will put it out there that I quite like that Westland. Yeah. No, Westwood. Yes. Westwood. <laughs> oh, no. We've got a blooper reel of mispronunciation oh. as it is. Okay. It is the West Ward. West Ward? <laughs> the West Wing. Well, on that note, that really brings us to the end of this episode. I hope um, I hope you have enjoyed our waffling. If you're, you're stuck away in isolation or if you're just starting to, to come out into the light again, uh, either way, I hope that, yeah, we've brought a brought a random smile to your faces. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a few um, pale and pasty people uh, around who are sort of emerging into the light for the yeah, first time in a few months. Yeah, we say this. We're coming to winter in, in Australia here, so um, yeah. there's not a lot of it floating around but no it's it's been a really weird time and I've sort of I've missed hanging out with my friends so I've I've been very happy to be able to get back into this yep, space so we'll and um, catch up again two people at a time <laughs> yep till the next set of restrictions are gone but the one thing that has not stopped us from though is sharing a dram whether that be digitally or with family or in person as we are finally getting to it here tonight uh, but everyone else is joining us digitally I suppose Ted that's it. Well, I mean, our fa- I suppose for us, it's always been sort of a, a face-to-face sort of intimate experience, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but for our fans who listen to the podcast or read the blog or uh, send us... I mean, well, the carrier pigeon isn't digital. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Very analog. Very analog. But yeah, they, they experience us through a digital medium all the time. So I suppose we're, we're sort of getting to share in... What mm. they sort of the way they experience us, yeah, yeah. So basically, don't don't ever stop that. Just keep keep tuning in. We're going to put out a podcast every four weeks, and um, yeah, hopefully share some of our ramblings about whiskey from all over the world. Well, everyone, please stay safe. Say say hi to your friends. Try try even even if you can't see your friends in person. Although hopefully with restrictions either sort of lifting via sort of the government doing it in a reasonable stepped way or just by people going completely feral and um, pro- protesting. <laughs> Could go one um, or two ways, couldn't it? About everything. Um, hi, America. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the yeah. Americans absolutely love us. We need to say that bourbon tastes like bourbon again, Ted, just yeah. to just really oh, hammer that one so, home. So good. <laughs> um, yes, but please, what? however you are experiencing this um, time of corona. Yeah, we hope you do it in high spirits. Yeah. Good night. Good night and keep on waffling.
Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. Maybe it's like... Black. Black. Yeah. <laughs> we got there in the end. Yeah.